Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I'm very excited to have a special guest with us. We have Miss Julie Ryan, and she is a psychic medium. She's a healer. I think she goes by a whole list of titles because she's just very talented. So I'm excited to have her with us today. I hope you are too. I want to welcome you, Julie. Thanks so much for having me. Delightful to be with you. Thanks for being here. So um, how about if you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, because you are like a Wonder Woman <laughs> I've just lived a lot longer than you, girl. Oh, funny. Well, I'm, a, I'm an inventor of surgical devices sold throughout the world, and I'm a businesswoman entrepreneur. I have founded nine companies in five industries over the past 30 years, and I, I tell everybody I'm, I'm a businesswoman who learned how to do woo-woo which is true. So I'm a medical intuitive and psychic. And now, Melissa, I teach people around the world how to do the stuff that I do. So and how are you I, not a Wonder Woman with all of that? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a friend who's an entrepreneur professor. She founded the an entrepreneur's, entrepreneur school at a business school that's very famous. And she goes, I think you entrepreneurs just have ADD. I said, maybe, I don't know. We just follow where we're guided. Must be, must be. So I know I've read a little bit of your book, Angelic Attendance. So uh, it's a great book. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about your book and your work and what you've been doing. Sure. I uh, am, I tell people I'm a buffet of psychicness. So I scan people medically, do energetic healings, do the same with animals. I can talk to deceased spirits. I can talk to spirits attached to a body. I can tell how close to death somebody is. We can talk to angels, do past life stuff. It's just all across the board. And I, I have two books that are out and another one that's coming out this fall. The first one's called Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens As We Transition From This Life Into The Next. And it just it details a series of events, Melissa, when somebody is dying, how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets even as we're transitioning into non-physical. And I call it the 12 phases of transition. And it can happen instantly, like in the case of a homicide or suicide, or it can happen over days, weeks, months. And it's really a glorious component to the dying process. And all of us are going to die and all of us are going to lose loved ones. And I find that in this culture in particular, people are afraid of it. And I think as we've become more well-educated in the past, maybe 150 years, maybe even a hundred years, we have gone away from something that's just part of the circle of life. Like they talk about in the Lion King, you know, it's, it's all the circle of life, which is true. So the book is, is detailing what happens, and then there are lots of stories in it about families with whom I've worked, and it makes it really fun. A lot of miraculous occurrences happened, and people tell me it's a page turner, and they're surprised by that. They didn't expect it to be something that they just couldn't wait to hear what the next story was going to be. I find that there's so much information out there about the afterlife and near-death experiences, but really not much available about what's happening as somebody is dying. And I think that's what we're so afraid of. 
also everybody goes to heaven like all dogs go to heaven that movie every people every person goes to heaven every people goes to heaven every person too and our i uh am a 12-year educated catholic school girl and i was of course inundated in all that religion thing and and our parish priest of the church that we go to now it's put it perfectly when he said people are afraid to die because they don't know if they're going to fly or they're going to fry which i think is perfect that's totally true yeah yeah and so I, that's, I think that's it's comforting for people to hear that you know um because i know a lot of people that's kind of a question I get when people come to me and they want to work with me and they say they're worried about their loved one who's crossed over. They, they want to make sure they're okay, you know, exactly. and it, I think that that uses everyone's fear that, you know, yes, everyone does go to heaven and, you know, but we're all curious about the process because to most people that's so unknown, like what happens, you know, right. so any insight you can give into that, of course, is interesting to people. And people can see the 12 phases of transition tumulus on my site, askjulieryan.com. If you go to my website, there are graphics of what the different phases of transition look like. And it's a configuration of how angels are positioned. And I can scan somebody anywhere in the world real time, and I can tell you how close to death they are. And I can communicate with the person who's dying telepathically. So it, it really helps families when they're out of town or they're having to take time off work and they want to be with their loved one as they're going. And they, it, it helps the family say, okay, grandma's in phase 10 of 12, you need to come in, you know, come on, come on and get here. And families find that so helpful. And then I have a children's book. That's a children's picture book called angel messages for kids. And it's, I think, 17 total short sentences and it has darling illustrations in it. And it's written because so many moms over the years have said to me, can you write a book that I can explain to my child why they see deceased loved ones, even though I can't, mommy can't see them or daddy, but Susie, who's four, can see them and can have a conversation with mommy's deceased grandmother and knows things about grandma that mommy didn't know. And mommy has to find out. And also to explain to a child what happens when somebody dies, because the child's being told, okay, grandma's in heaven, and the child's saying, no, grandma's in that box asleep over there at that funeral home. And then the other thing is past life experiences. How do little children who can't read yet know information that can be corroborated with historical documents? And so that's what that book's about. And then, and then the sequel, Angel Messages for Dogs, comes out at the end of October, and it's really cute. So it's angels get, telling dog, talking to dogs, and uh, it's darling. I love that you did that, because I remember whenever my great uncle passed away, and I was, it was two days before my eighth birthday, and he was more like a grandpa to my sister and brother and I, because our grandpa had passed away before we were born. And I remember that being such a hard thing for us to understand, like, what do you mean we're never going to see him again? What do you mean, like, he's not around? And same thing, you know, we, we were at an age where it was hard to process what death really was. So it's awesome that you wrote a book for kids to help with that process. 
It's been really fun. And there are moms who email me that'll say, I talked to one today this morning whose two-year-old would, wouldn't sleep through the night. And she got a copy of Angel Messages for Kids and they read it. And she said that first night he slept through the night. And she thought, what the heck? She told him she, his, his name's Flynn. And she said, now, honey, if you wake up in the middle of the night, just talk to your angels. And she said he slept through the night and he has slept through the night ever since she got it. And this was nine or 10 months ago. And she said that even, even now they read the book every night. She had to get another copy to take with them in the car because he had a fit if he forgot to take it with them in the car. So these little <laughs> children are resonating with this message. And I think it's familiar to them, but it's, it just helps with their cognition of, okay, what I'm seeing and sensing is really natural. And most little children, all we all come in with the ability. It's just learning to develop and enhance it. The ability, you know, telepathic ability and, and psychic ability, intuitive ability, but Little children by the age of about six or seven, most of the time are told by parents or teachers or grandparents when they are talking about seeing a spirit or having an imaginary friend, their adults in their life will say, oh, honey, it's just your imagination. It's not really real. So they learn to, to not trust it. And then they lose that capability of intuition to help guide them in their lives. So this is intended to help foster that and help validate it and say, yeah, you really are seeing, you know, whoever it is that's visiting you. Because I remember being a little girl, I had what my parents told me was an imaginary friend that I always used to talk to. And now, of course, I'm like, oh, I had to be like my guide or something like that. But, you know, we get told, oh, no, you're not really seeing anything. It's just your imaginary friend. So, um, it took a long time for me to open those abilities back up again because they've been yeah. closed off for so long. Right. I talked to a mom, I think it was on Monday of this week. She's got a video camera in her kids' rooms. You know, she's got a baby and, and she saw a spirit in there and uh, it was her deceased grandmother. She said it was a hologram. She could tell it was her grandmother. And so we talked to the grandmother and then this woman that I talked to, Flynn's mom, she said that uh, toys go off in the middle of the night in his room and they'll just start playing or they'll start moving around or something. And I said, yeah, whoever wrote Toy Story, I've seen that multiple times when children are getting woke up in the middle of, awoken in the middle of the night and, and the toys, it's almost like they come alive and then the kids get mad. The little ones get mad when they go, when they stop playing around and stuff. But what we got was it was her great great grandfather who was an engineer who was looking at these new toys and thinking, oh my gosh, this is so cool! How do they make this work? And he was figuring, you know, was turning it on and off and stuff. And so it's really amazing what goes on in children's rooms. Is we had an incident one time when my son was little. We were in the my brother and I we were in the kitchen and he had one of those trucks that has a remote and it goes and the remote was not near it i didn't even think the batteries honestly were still working and all of a sudden the truck started beeping and the lights lit up and it went moved and went across the floor and my brother and i are like did you just see that like <laughs> <laughs> <it> just happened <laughs> yeah a couple of times and we were like oh, okay <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, spirit, spirit has the ability to do that. One of my best friends died very unexpectedly about six weeks ago. And a couple Saturdays ago, I was in my office on a Saturday morning and my phone was in my bedroom. And I had an email come in that was a picture that was sent from my phone and it didn't have a subject or anything. So I opened it up and it was a picture of my friend and me sent from my phone that was in another room <laughs> in my office. And so I, I said to her telepathically, did you send that? And she said, of course I did. And I, she said, I just want you to know that I'm around. I said, okay. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that is hilarious. Yeah. Mine has a great sense of humor. <laughs> my aunt did something similar to me, a great aunt. Um, a listener of my show actually sent me, when she passed away in September, she sent me a song. Uh, it was a song I, I just kind of happened to allude to the song that I really liked it. And it was called Look For Me, um, about when you get to heaven, you know, look for me. And so she tagged me in a post on Facebook and I had my phone and it had turned off. It was black, like in a locked mode. I walked away in the other room and all of a sudden I heard music playing and I went in there and the song was playing on my phone. I'm like, how did that happen? Because it was not even just that it was on the phone, but it was on YouTube. So I would have had to unlock my phone, open YouTube and to get to the video. I'm like, really? Okay. I know you're still here. I know. I love that, that they let us know that. And then and it, it seems that sometimes people, when they want to sign so badly, there are signs around them, but they're just not picking up on them, you know, or they're not, something happens and they'll discount it. They'll say, oh, that's just my imagination, or that didn't really happen when it did. And so it's fun to be able to help people that are going through that. People miss a lot of the little signs too. Like sometimes I would feel, it would feel like someone was touching the back of my head or I felt like something on my cheek and I would realize like, oh, you know, for me, I knew for one of them, that was my grandpa because then it would be accompanied by cigarette smoke, the oh, smell yeah. of it. And there was no one yeah. around who smoked. So I'm like, okay, you know, um, and then I think people miss those kinds of signs because mm -hmm. we're so busy sometimes that we just don't even pay attention, you know, and you feel like, oh, there was a fly on the back of my head or something and we just kind of dismiss it as something else. But I feel that there's a lot of people who get signs like that, that they just don't recognize. Or they're not open to how the sign's going to show up. Like if somebody is told, okay, look for a red bird or look for a cardinal. So they're looking for an actual cardinal to come land on their patio or something. And maybe there's a van that drives by with a cardinal painted on the side, or maybe they're in a store and they see a cardinal on a dish towel or on a, as a figurine or something. So I think we have to be open to what that interpretation is and how it's going to come in. I, well, I will say to clients too, I will say, well, you're getting this sign is what I'm telling you is they're showing you this. And then, you know, at first they're like, no, uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they remember like, oh yeah, I did see that the other day. So yeah, I've had people come to me all the time saying, I don't see anything. I don't get signs. I, you know, is my dad mad at me or he's not coming around? And you know, I'm like, of course he's not mad at you. <laughs> Yes, you're, you're getting signs that you're just not seeing from your dad that are from your dad. 
Well, I think the other thing for, that's important for people to know too is that when somebody dies, all that personality of judgment and everything stays with the body and spirits are all pure love. So I'll, I'll hear the same thing from clients and they'll say, well, is my mom upset with me or whatever? No, spirits are never upset with you. They don't, it's not in their capability. It's just pure love energy. So it's not a possibility. We judge things as right or wrong. Spirit just looks at things as an experience. They don't look at things as right or wrong. And people have a tough time with that sometimes when I'll say, think of the most awful person that you can think of that ever lived. And a lot of times they'll mention Hitler and they'll say, well, I hope Hitler's burning in hell for eternity. And I'll say, yeah, well, newsflash, all that stayed with his body. His spirit is pure love. And then we live many, many lifetimes and, and experience things from different perspectives. So that's a new concept for a lot of people. It is, and, but it's totally one that I believe in too, that we sign up to come here to be different people, different, to have different experiences in our life. So we're all a mixture of, of good and, and bad experiences. We all have to experience that in order to learn and to grow. But I know that it's really hard because um, my, um, my ex-husband just committed suicide in February. And my children have had a hard time with that because, you know, he had a mental illness. So a lot of things that he did were not kind and not, you know, not necessarily what we would consider good, I guess, if we we're going to judge people, you know, by our, our own judgments that we have here. So I think that was a difficult thing for them too, because I was trying to explain to them that in my own opinion, my belief system that I believe he still goes to heaven and he just has to learn how things could have been done differently or things could have been better. And, and it's like, we're, we're learning even on that plane too. It's what, what are your thoughts about that? Maybe, maybe you've had more experience with that. Well, I believe that we live many lifetimes and we come in with a basic script and then there are a bazillion ways to explore that script. It's kind of like the Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Star is Born movie that was out a couple of years ago. That was the fourth remake of that movie. I saw that movie in the 70s when I was in high school with Barbara Streisand and Chris Christopherson. Same script, different timeline, different setting, different cast of characters, a few different nuances, but the same basic script. So somebody that perhaps commits suicide in this life, maybe they were the spouse of, the parent of, the child of, the friend of, the officer that, that was part of you know, the crew that came to the home when it happened. It's looking at the same basic script from a different perspective so that we can absorb as much as we can and expand out. And the other thing I think that's important to mention is that time doesn't exist in the spirit world. And so perhaps 50 lifetimes of 100 years per lifetime isn't even a blip on the radar screen. And I think that it's, it's just spirit says, oh, I wanna look at it from this vantage point and see, okay, what did it feel like to be the person who committed suicide? Because they'd already explored what it was like to be a relative of or a friend of or, or whatever. That's my take on it. Interesting way to look at it. And I, 
Yeah, I think that's true. I think we come here to experience all that we can. So in doing that, of course, we have to experience the good with the bad, you know, all of it to really learn and to grow, you know, as souls. So, um, and I think that's comforting to at least know that there's not judgment the way there is here on the other side. So, yeah, I, I love agree. That. <laughs> So now you have a call-in show that people can listen to. They can call in on, is it also on askjulie.com? Askjulieryan, askjulieryan.com. The information is there. And then anywhere you download podcasts, it's, uh, it's also on radio stations. So we record it and we just cut out the commercials for the podcast. <laughs> That's new. That's something recent. I just did the sixth show on the radio last night on Thursday night. and. And it's been really fun. So it's two hours live from eight to 10 Eastern live. And people call in from all over the world and ask Julie Ryan, they ask me questions about their health or their pets or their loved ones, or can I talk to a deceased loved one? Can I do, can we do a past life thing? Everything that's in my buffet of, of, of psychicness that I talk about. And so it's really fun because normally I'll have anywhere between 10 and I think I got 15 on last night, 15 people and asking different questions. And so every week is different calls. I was telling you before we got started, the calls primarily are from America, just from the time standpoint, but I did have somebody from London and somebody from Berlin call in last night, which was the middle of the night for them. And um, so that's kind of fun. It's usually people from the Americas, Canada, the United States down through Mexico, just because of the time element but anywhere you download podcasts it's in the show notes you can follow me on social media at ask julie ryan we always post the day of the show the call-in numbers and all of that i will have all of her information um her as well as the names of her books and where you can find them we'll have all of that included in the show notes too um, so you can check her out and even call in if you'd like to uh, ask her a question or maybe talk to a departed loved one or if you're interested in past lives. Um, this has been amazing. I am blown away by everything that you have accomplished so far in your life. So I think that that is awesome. Um, a buffet is not even you're like one of those buffets in Vegas that wraps around the entire restaurant <laughs> so much as you do. Well, thanks. Like I said, I've just lived a lot longer than you have, probably double the amount of time that you had. So by the time you get to be where I am in that chronological thing, you'll, you'll be in this. Working same on it. I, I'm trying, right. I'm trying to yeah, yeah. get to yeah. that buffet place too. So. How old are your babies? How old are your kids? They're 18. They just turned 18 in February and it's their first year in college. So they've got a lot of exciting things. Wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. This was a lot of fun and um, I'd love to have you back on anytime you want to be back on because um, this is right up our alley. All of my listeners were totally into all of the woo. So this is the perfect fit for you. Yeah, it is. And it's a lot of fun. 
people say to me, gosh, everybody's so serious most of the time when they're doing this work, except for you. I go, it's just pure joy. It's, it's based in love. You know, you're, you're vibrating at the level of spirit. So it makes it great. And you should definitely check out her book, Angelic Attendance, because I have been listening to it and it's fascinating to me because I do healing work too. And so to listen to you actually talk about how you do it and what you see is really great because I always, people ask me like, how do you do what you do? And for me, it's hard to explain. Yeah. So the fact that you explain how you do it and even helping people and learning how to do it themselves, that's a great gift. I love that. I love that you're teaching as well as doing the work yourself. We need more people like that. So, Well, thanks. It's a lot of fun. All right. Well, thank you for being here with me. And I want to thank all of you guys for being here with me too. Again, you can go to the show notes today to click on the link directly to go to AskJulieRyan.com so that you can go to her call-in show or you can order her books. I'm really excited about the angel messages for kids. I think that's so cute. I may have to buy that book for my niece um, because she always talks about seeing spirits in her room when she was little and, and had a hard time sleeping. So this might actually help her too. So thank you for being here with me, Julie. My and thank you, thank you everyone for being here with me. I hope that you have a beautiful day. Remember that you can follow me on social media. I go live Mondays on Facebook at 6.30 Central where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, then I will also pull a personal card for you as well. Also, please, if you like this podcast, share it with others, subscribe, leave me a review from wherever you're listening because that helps me in my mission to help as many people heal as possible. I wanna thank you so much for being here with me as always. Have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.